Hey, bud. All right. Let's get on it. Let's hey. talk about the Lord's sport. It sure is. Football. Although, I will say, I, before we get into the good shit, I do want to give a quick shout out to my boys. Alabama men's fo- uh, basketball team. Number one seed. Yeah. 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 Beat Number Tamu. One, wow. Dog. No, it didn't just beat Tamu. Dog walked Tamu in the SEC championship for the SEC basketball championship. So, I mean, hey, I, you know, am I concerned about us kind of sucking in football no, now? No, because we're a basketball school now. So, you know, it is what it is. Hey, well, you better win. Uh, Probably not gonna, but yeah. Oh, we're number four in the East. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough of enough of that sport. Let's talk about actual good sports. Yeah, a little about some. Of course, I was looking here at your news. You got here, man. There's some wild shit this yeah, week. It's walk, a big week, you know. Walk, free walk, agency hit. Yeah, walk me through this. I wanna. The first thing, obviously, I'm so excited about. Car to the Saints. I could not be any more excited. Honestly, uh, I like I know Carr is like, how do I say this politely, an OK quarterback, but he's a great right. guy. He's a great guy and he just loved to see it. And I didn't really like Jameis Winston, not racist, just don't like him. Um, so having having yeah, him I mean, is like Jameis def- Winston, he's led to some pretty fun football watching, like yeah. his 30 touchdown, 30 interception season. That's pretty great. <laughs> But in terms of, you know, he's he's a very he's got a personality for sure. That is definitely how he's, I would describe it. Yes. Guy. Yes. I would use both those words for reasons of censorship. Yep. That's definitely how I would describe him. Unique and fun. But yeah, he's not a he's not a face. And neither is Andy Dalton, to be fair. I mean, he had that little stint in Cincinnati where he was like, you know, kind of. But I don't know. It just. Yeah. He's not he's not New Orleans. He just doesn't have the New Orleans look. I don't know what the New Orleans look is. I just know he doesn't have it. And Derek Carr kind of does. Because Derek has a good guy. Yeah, I did see an article that said, like, him arriving in their, uh, in New Orleans, like, reignited his passion for ball. So. You, hey, you love to hear that, honestly. Yeah, and apparently, uh, Saints head coach Dennis Allen was the coach of the Raiders when Carr got drafted. Is that right? And he was the one who actually started Carr as a rookie. Oh. Although he did he get he got fired like four weeks into the season. But you, like okay, well ago, so. sure. You know. Oh ancient history, as they say. Uh, yeah. well that's that's a good little reunion. Hopefully that works out in some respect. So Yeah, I also saw that he was about ready to sign and get traded to them but he decided like this is probably the only time he's ever gonna potentially ever gonna see free agency so (laughs) why not see what his worth is sure and then he still ended up going to the same what and what what what, uh what was his worth though at the saints what what kind of deal Uh, did he get Let me look it up real quick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was very reasonable. I said that very weird because uh, I have like a tickle in my nose and it's it's somewhere so four between year, like a sneeze. 150 million. That's not outrageous. 100, 100 million guaranteed. No, that's but in the current market and with the current caps, that is a very reasonable quarterback mm-hmm. uh, contract. Mm-hmm. And how how old is he? 29? Uh, he's 31. No shot. Yep. Huh. He's, I'm he's been in the NFL nine years. I am terrible with ages. Huh. I am just all every time we have a discussion about someone's age, I'm like I'm like five, six years off every single time consistently. I don't understand what it is. But yeah, welcome to New Orleans, buddy. Don't uh don't go out after night don't go out after dark. So but glad to have also, you here. Though. I mean great time to show up to the Saints because everyone else in that division fuck it sucks right now yeah and which is funny because i say especially with tom brady gone but then i thought wait they kind of sucked with tom brady so you know how god how bad are they gonna be with has it i mean this is off topic a little bit but fuck it i mean you know we're talking football let's talk ball what is the current word what what are they fucker is tampa bay gonna do have they uh, figured that as out of yet? right now they are moving forward with kyle trask 
<laughs> that has to be maybe one of the worst downgrades in NFL history from Tom I Brady. I don't disagree, but the guy did get to sit behind Brady for sure. two, three years. So True. Maybe he's maybe he's picked up some stuff. In that Contrast, time. that name is familiar. He's uh, Florida, Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember him. He yeah, he could slang and he could slang in college. So I mean, he's not the worst, but I mean, just good God, from Tom Brady, TB12, the goat, to Kyle Trask. Wolf. Yep. All right, Tampa Many Bay. Such cases. Sorry, Tampa Bay, and socks to sock. But um, back to back back to being the middling team that you've always been. So, but at least you got a couple of rings out of it, I guess. So. Yeah. Speaking of rings, Gino got a bag. Got his bag. Tell Three me about year that extension with the Seahawks. Uh, you loved it because we were talking about that all last season, essentially. Because of course, you know that was the big shock of the 2022 season was Gino's production in Seattle. Which I mean, for, I mean, we know he's a decent quarterback, but considering kind of how mid the entire team was, I mean, he yeah. kind of made him kind of made him look good. So yeah, so it was a three-year, seventy-five million contract. That's not yeah, that's not terrible. That's that's pretty no. reasonable. So, but I mean, hey, it's a very friendly team contract. I mean, twenty-five million for a quarterback in mm-hmm. this day and age is cheap, right? Yeah, if they could be for with with a three-year extension, I mean, that's an easy time frame to build around him. So, I mean, you you could see something out of Seattle in the next couple of years. I think maybe. Yeah, and also if gives he you keeps time it up. that. Also gives you time that you might be able to draft a quarterback if he kind of drops off. So. Well, Geno Smith is also, I'm not even going to try and guess his age because I'm going to get it wrong, but he's on so he's on the 30. upper end. Yeah, he's on the upper end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the upper end for, you know, um, an NFL player. So, I mean, it's one of those things like he's definitely, he's not going to be the guy, but he's definitely going to be the guy that sets the stage for the guy. Right? Right, like, and... So here's a little draft analysis for you. Okay. I was thinking the optimal team to draft Anthony Richardson since he's all, you know, the big talk of the town mm-hmm. lately for for cuz you know he's big and physical or whatever, but Sure. I think the best spot for him to get drafted is probably the Seahawks. No. Because he can sit behind Geno for 2 years and like learn from a veteran. The Seahawks have the number 5 pick and I imagine with Geno balling, they won't be up there again anytime soon. So, right. I mean, that's not going to happen. But in a in a world where teams like cared about that, that probably should happen. But mm-hmm. no, it won't. Mm. no, probably not. Well, I mean, it's good to see. It's good to see that considering. I mean, we thought they were going to be like done without Russell. Yeah, it's kind of actually weird to still like for them to still be in like that middling conversation where they kind of were with Russell to begin with. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it just shows how good of a coach Pete Carroll actually is. Yeah. And the debate between whether it was Carroll or Russell is kind of, you know, uh, finished. Yeah, well, I mean, he, Russell certainly didn't hurt, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, Carroll's got his own legacy. So, uh, King, oh no, don't tell me this. King Henry rumored to be traded? Yeah, you know, the Titans are like in full rebuild. Uh, they cut a lot of players, a lot of veterans this week to save money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derrick Henry, as sad as it is to say, running backs in the NFL do not have long careers. No. Well, some do, but most of them don't. King Henry's still a pretty good player, so they. I, the rumor is they're going to try to get some value for him, like mm-hmm. maybe get him to a team that's... Let, let me put it this way. They're probably going to trade him to a team that is in a better position to win than the Titans. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's a good thing for him. Yeah, and, and you talk about them not having like really long careers. I think that's a little bit different from Henry just because he's not kind of your prototypical running back because he is kind of like a sure. big dude. I mean, he's I mean, he's he's a little bit taller. He is extremely physical. I mean, they don't call they call him the tractor for a reason. You know, I mean, he just he's huge. So I feel like his his shelf life might be a little bit longer because i mean you know obviously we were talking about mark ingram this year you know who was just literally just coasting to retirement at this point um i don't i don't really see derrick henry going out like that 
I think he's going to stay at a pretty high level for at least another three, four years. Mm, maybe three. So. Yeah, and I think a new team will give him a fresh breath of air and get him back to dominate King Henry. Well, I want him well. on a team where he's not... He's the he's, he's not he's, the only option. I was about to say I want him to be the guy. I don't want him to be the only guy, because the Titans without Derrick Henry, well, you know, not taking a full rebuild into account, but like over the past two or three seasons, that team without Derrick Henry, I don't I don't know if they win six games in a season. To be quite honest, like who they're bad. They're it's like when did they they, oh. they commit the gone. I was gonna say, when did they when did they cut Marcus Mariota? Uh, twenty nineteen. Well, they didn't cut him then, but they benched him for Tannehill. I want to say twenty. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it seems like ever since then, because I mean, Mariota. Like, I'm not gonna put any praise on Mariota's name at all, because he is an well, extreme. He got cut by the Falcons this week. So, oh, oh no, oh no. That's a new low, but okay. Uh, I don't want to put any respect on his name at all because he's not really a good NFL quarterback. He's a great college quarterback, but he was not a great NFL quarterback. But I just feel like after him getting benched, like, because even as mid as he was, he at least had decent production as the quarterback at Tennessee. But after that, it was just like, oh my God, that team stunk. And literally yeah, the only yeah. reason to watch was to see Derrick Henry literally pull a miracle every field. sunday yeah yeah just put his just put his hands on someone and put them into the dirt which you know always felt good reminded me of when he was at alabama we're all done oh so yeah i'm hoping he lands somewhere where he's surrounded by like at least people who are equal to him in talent so he he can actually like you know, I don't he know. He needs a O lion. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I don't know. Maybe sees, you know, more than one postseason game every two years. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. So, uh, Lamar, man, they fumbled the bag with Lamar, didn't they? Oh yeah. So Lamar Jackson gets the non-exclusive franchise tag. So, for people who are not aware of what the non-exclusive tag means, it means other teams can basically offer two first-round picks and a contract, and then the Ravens either have to match that contract or he goes to that team. Mm -hmm. And so this one, this has actually been, like, pretty big shit going around this week due to this, because when this got announced, like, eight teams that are all very QB needy all, like, openly came out and publicly said, yeah, we're not pursuing Lamar Jackson, mm. which, like, for one, that never happens. But mm -hmm. two, like, these are all teams that, like, Lamar Jackson's a really good player. Yes. And it, a lot of the talk is like, this is like probably some fucking collusion among the owners because mm -hmm. Lamar wants that bag. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he wants the fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson got. Mm -hmm. And the talk is that this might be collusion between the owners to not get that going. Paste. It's, I mean, you kind of respect the hustle. You but do, also, yeah, like, no, no, yeah. It's also kind of wild at the same time to see teams like the Falcons, who were in the talks for Deshaun Watson last year, just be like, yeah, no, we, we have no quarterback, and we do not want Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's suspicious as hell, honestly. Like, But, I mean, it's it's extremely on brand. I mean, we, we know this. It's it's common knowledge. I mean, they're scummy. And they they do this on, yeah. a, on a yearly basis. So, I mean, it's not shocking. I mean, it's a little disappointing, but, I mean... Lamar, to his detriment, I suppose. I mean, he he is very ruthless in this. He 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 knows his worth, and he's, he's not also representing himself. So kind of based. Yeah, a little based, but also like a little crazy, but in a in a based way. So yeah. all around all around based. So so yeah, he's a little ruthless about it. He knows his worth, and he's gonna get it. Um, but they're there. I mean, this is a definitive. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna fleece any of us, dude. Like we, <laughs> you may you you may be one guy and you may be really good, but we're owners of NFL teams. You're not gonna get one over on us. So yeah, um, wild that wild that he kind of had that power to force that almost out into the open. So big respect for that. Then yeah. So uh, man, speaking of people getting paid, 
Tell me how much Danny Dimes got paid. Just say it one more time. I want to hear All it. All right. Four years, $160 million with $35 million in incentives. So up and to how, $195 million. How old is this dude? Uh, Mid-late 20s. I'm, I'm fucking, ima- fucking imagine. Yeah. Just imagine. <sighs> he deserves it, though. He does. He they does don't, now. They don't call him uh, Danny Dines for no reason. People came out and said this was an overpay, said he didn't really perform last oh, year. No, which that... I watched the games. My man put this team on his back. Yeah. We got our first playoff win in many, many years, mm-hmm. and it was entirely on his back. So. Right. There's a no one to throw through, so you know, I'm yeah. all for it. We don't have any alternatives to go to anyway, so why fuck around with? We're, we're pretty deep in the first round, so we're not getting any. Of the I was about to say, like, what's the future? They're like, what's what's the plan then there? Because yeah, you are you're. I mean, deep and deep in the first round, so you're not getting anyone just like big production value. So like, what's your what's the final solution to the wide receiver question then? Uh well, we're we're the luckily wide receivers. There's a lot of them that come out of college these days that are all pretty decent. That's true. So I'm not too concerned about us being able to pick up wide receivers this season. Mm-hmm. It's just our last uh, GM didn't really draft many wide receivers and instead chose to pick up really bad ones in free agency. Ooh, trying to get that deal is what he's doing. Yeah, except we got like heavily fleeced by fucking Kenny Galladay, so. <laughs> highest paid wide receiver in the league. That's last year. Um, like ten times. That's not something you want to be known. That's not a record you want to be known for breaking. So no, but Mm-mm. that GM's gone. Team's winning. Danny Dimes got his bag. I'm all for it. Yeah, it is. Speaking of New York teams, though, man, how weird would it be to see Rodgers in green and white and not? Green Bay, green and white. Jets, green and white. Uh, very weird, but from everything I've heard, it's happening. Uh, yeah, I was, I was hearing about it the other day because it's like even just within like forty-eight hours, there's been like an abrupt, abrupt face turn, and because you know everyone was like, you know, oh, we're still working on the deal. You know, we want to make this work. We want to make this work. To essentially like, you know, good luck on your future endeavors, Aaron. Have fun. Let us know if you need yeah, help packing. The quote real quick. Yeah, oh yeah. I I don't know if you're gonna if it's the quote from the uh, the GM, but he was uh, he was interviewed at one point and he was essentially saying like he was speaking of Rogers like in the past tense. Yeah, like so oh, yeah. yeah. So this is Mark Murphy, the president yeah. of the Packers. So, yeah, sorry, not uh, GM. They they have that weird. Yeah, like yeah. they don't have an owner. They have like a board. Yeah, I, yeah. very bizarre. Yeah, but, I don't know. Anyway, the quote is: "Very few players play for only one team. Obviously, Brett had a good career." Aaron had a good career here. Yeah. So basically that's saying, yeah, he, we're done with him. He's out. Uh-huh. And that's, yeah. And that's not it's the Jordan only quote him. out of him either of that, to that no, same effect. Like, it's just like, yeah. I mean, they're just in, in, in that front office's mind, not even in mind, probably on paper at this point. It's like Aaron is now former quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so. the trade, the trade period starts Wednesday this week. We're probably going to see a bunch of big name trades, including Rodgers. Yeah. And that's so crazy because I was thinking about it, and I, I believe I've said this before, but, you know, I, I, I'm i not the longest time football fan. Like, I've always respected football, but I was never really, really into it. I've only been into football for about, like, big in football for, like, mm, 12, 11, 12 years or something. And, like, when I got into it, you know, uh, some of those, you know, all the big names were still playing. And with now with Brady gone, it's so weird to now see Rodgers be moving because, like, this whole time he's, like, been the one constant that's never changed. You know, uh, both the Mannings right. retired in that time. You know, uh, Tom Brady uh, retired, went to Tampa big Bay, ben. retired again. You'd <laughs> um, be a big Ben retired. That was just, uh, was that last 21? No, t- 21, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen most of them go out and it's so, so to see him some that's just going to be like to, to wake up one day and see him playing for the Jets is just going to be like one of those. Like, did I just like switch timelines thing? Like, what the fuck happened here? So um, it is you, pretty interesting that 
the Jets are the only team I've really heard have any interest in Rodgers. That is odd. Because, I mean, like you said earlier with Lamar, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are very quarterback starved, but I'm going to put... Well, I will say, I will say, sorry to cut you off, that mm-hmm. Rodgers is old. He's that kind was, of been pulling this whole that was what I was going to say. <laughs> He's been pulling this whole retiring bullshit like yeah. every year for yeah. three, four years now. And you are going to have to give up like probably yeah. multiple first round picks to get him. So uh-huh. teams that are willing to go and give up all that for a guy who might only play one year... I feel like that's very much a Jets move to do. No, okay, that's that's exactly what I was just about to say. Like, there's a, you're right. There's a lot of quarterback starved teams out there, but they're looking at this situation going, it's like, all right, we're going to have to spend the same amount for either. So what do we go and get? A 21-year-old kid who could literally be the face of our program like Aaron Rodgers for 10, 20 years, right? No. Or... Do we spend all that on Aaron Rodgers? He cries and quits at the end of the season, and then we just have to do it again. That seems like a no-brainer. So I guess the question then is, there is like, what's the deal? For, like, what's the win there? What's the what's the mindset of the Jets then to want him? So I think for the Jets, I was I was saying this last year that like the Jets are kind of a quarterback away from going all the way. True. And I feel like that's their kind of mindset. They have a very good defense. Their offense was solid despite Zach Wilson being legitimately garbage. Mm-hmm. And someone like Rodgers who can sling the ball could potentially take them all the way. And let me even phrase it in this way, and feel free to call me crazy and insane, but it's even almost like a... All right, let me let me throw out some names here real quick. Zach Wilson... Mark Sanchez, Geno yep. Smith. Well, you know what all these guys have in common? Complete and total embarrassments at the quarterback position for the New York Jets. The yep. Jets have, I think the Jets are coming up on like 20 years of just absolute embarrassments at quarterback. In an intangible way, then, is Aaron Rodgers maybe like a way to break the curse? To just like bring in a proven guy, a proven legend, like, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, we can debate on whether or not he's actually that good. But the fact is, he's huge. He's probably one of the biggest names in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. I will say, I did just remember that uh, Brett Favre went to the Jets his first year out of Green Bay. No, no shot. Really? (laughs) Yep. That's... A weird. And now it's about to happen again. That's a weird coincidence. It is. That's a weird coincidence. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Uh, yeah. Oh, Packer. Oh, wait, a Jet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Huh. That's um. Huh. Okay Wild. then. Okay then. Sure. Why not? All right. Well, that queers the pitch, as they would say. Yeah, so everyone can look forward to Jordan Love being a Jet quarterback in 10, 15 years. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. We're not going to put that evil on him. So. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, Finns pick up two his fifth year. I'm, I'm so happy to see them kind of still right. dead set on it. That's so good because, you know, like we I, we've talked about it last season, like those first two years, they were very wishy-washy on him. Very oh, wishy-washy. And we want to move on from this guy immediately for like multiple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see them pick up the fifth-year option. They also went out today and basically, like, they can't officially trade until Wednesday, but they basically said they're trading for Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. Oh, nice. He's a pretty highly regarded safety or cornerback mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's very nice. Um. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm just so happy because it. it was like it was frustrating almost, and, it's, and you know, especially this year where you realistically kind of could throw him under the bus at the end and be like, ah, oh, he's banged up. We're gonna move on. You know, he, we're worrying about his health, but nope. Yeah. So, uh, now this one, so this one to me was crazy, but I kind of like it. Panthers trading up for that first round pick, not first round pick, number one pick in the first round. Yeah. Uh, you think they're going to go for Bryce? Um, 
I feel like you have to if you trade up to one, no? Who the hell even... So is PJ Flex still with them? Uh, so at the end of last year... Wait, PJ Fleck the coach? Uh, not PJ Fleck, uh, PJ Walker. Walker is with them. Yeah, they sorry. had Baker, who got went up yes. going to the Rams this yes. season. And then Sam Darnold's technically their starter. Oh, right, yeah, Sam da- Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, indeed. Yeah, I f- yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not the worst decision ever. Actually, funnily enough, I pulled up the ESPN page and, like, the first... One of the first three pictures is fucking right, so... Um, yeah, so... God, Sam Darnold. Oh, my God. Oh, Sam Darnold. Speaking of the Jets and terrible quarterback, Sam Darnold. Oh, no. Yeah, Darnold as well. Oh, no. I somehow, like, wiped that from my memory. Now, I have seen some pretty interesting rumors that say the Panthers traded up to one, but they might also trade down from one. (laughs) Why? Which, like, they kind of gave up a lot to get the one, but... If they can finesse even more out of another team that really wants a quarterback, right? I don't know. It's it's I'm... weird. I it's ne- I don't think that's ever happened before. But hey, why not? When is the draft? Uh, April fourth week of April. Twenty seven. Oh, Thursday night. Still a ways away. It is. Uh, uh, be here for we, we might do a live stream for the first round. Yeah, why not? Because that's always fun. That. Oh yeah. I can but yeah so the Panthers traded this year's I want to say ninth uh, uh first next year I want to say two seconds as well and DJ Moore who is a really good wide receiver to the Bears for the first so mm-hmm. Panthers gave up a lot for the first we'll see how what they do with it mm-hmm. which also means the Bears have committed to Justin Fields which lol but you know whatever yeah but i mean you know you brought that upon yourself i have no pity for you honestly yeah like you 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 knew better and yet you didn't so yep sucks to suck now this was shocking to see i'm seeing here yours and manning are gonna compete so so manning's job is not just like locked in no, his first year, like, he's competing with Ewers. If Ewers comes out on top, Ewers is starting, and Manning will sit his freshman year. Now, that's kind of crazy, Which, because, like, now we talked before, Quinn, why did I think his name was Quinton? Hmm. Anyway, Quinn, Quinn Ewers, like, well, inconsistent, obviously. Flashes, flashes of brilliance. Obviously, that first quarter... Yeah, until he got hurt against Alabama was just, you know, of course, our defense just kind of sucked in general, but that's not the point. I'm not taking anything away from him. But then, like, you know, he gets hurt, you know, he's out, he has to sit out for a while, but then he comes back, flashes of brilliance again. But then, like, his production just, like, fell off as the season went on until yeah. it was just kind of like, oh, wow, you're just incredibly mid. So I guess on the, on the one hand, it's good that they're going to, like, give him that opportunity because, I mean, that's... That's kind of big. Like, even if you're uh, someone like him, and I guess then at that point, maybe the thought process you have to think is, like, maybe he's not really a mid-quarterback. Maybe he's just an unmotivated quarterback because he comes back and he automatically gets the job back from his backup. Maybe he's thinking, like, I don't I don't have to I don't, I don't have to be better. But you're going up against, like, this guy who's probably one of the hottest, you know, recruits out of high school in a long time. Decades. Maybe, maybe since his uncle or... Uh, yeah, since his uncle or something. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, to have to go up against a Manning, I feel like that's got to light a fire under your ass. So. Um, I don't... I don't know how it'll shake out, honestly, though. I, I still honestly... like The good money, obviously, would be on Manning. Because, you know... Right, but also, like, college has its whole, like, eligibility stuff with redshirt freshmen and whatnot, so. True. Yeah. They they also just might be keeping, like, saying that and just having Manning sit for a year just to not, like, use his eligibility or whatever. No, that's some big brain shit right there, my friend. So, that that very well could be it right there, actually, so. 
which is kind of do which is kind of doing old boy dirty a little bit but you know it is what it is so yeah a uh, little bit of XFL news. I can't remember the guy's name, but they kept they were talking about it. Uh, apparently, one of the Battlehawks like assistant coaches like just straight up died this weekend. Oh, that's uh, wild. Did you not see them? I did not know. Yeah, Ben Siegfried, who worked. Uh, oh no, sorry. He, uh, it said. Uh, yeah, well, I, so because of the way it is, like they're they're a bubble league, air quotes, like they play in the town that they're named after, but they don't stay there and practice there. They all practice in Arlington. Um, But I think he was still like, he was in, he worked for the XFL, but he was assigned to the Battlehawks, which was a lot to say that he died. Uh, He worked with their athletic training department and man, he was not Oh, He was 22. Uh, The cause of death has, he was, he died in the hotel room in St. Louis. Um, yeah, I. That's rough, man. <laughs> like, Very. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not to avoid getting into any trouble. I'm not gonna say anything else and just say, you know, condolences, thoughts, and prayers. So, and move us into actually talking about the XFL. So, four games this week, of course. Thank God they were both one, two on Saturday and two on Sunday, which was nice. Didn't have to hunt around for them on different days of the week. First game of the week, the undefeated and reigning asterisk XFL champions, the Houston Roughnecks in Orlando at their pathetic little stadium with their 10 people in attendance. Uh, Orlando Guardians, uh, I believe last week we said this was going to be an ass kicking uh, and it was. it was an ass kicking. Yeah, 44 to 16. Uh, woof. And I'm gonna. In fact, I'm gonna say this: if it hadn't been for Paxton Lynch, uh, this game would have probably been 44 to nothing, honestly. Because Paxton Lynch, yeah. you know, you know, mainstay of spring leagues, kind of the middest quarterback that you can possibly be. If you're the if you're the standout, if you're the star, if you're the bright light on top of the hill for this team, that's real bad. That's real bad. I do want to give yeah, a quick you know, shout out I, to I've his. Said for four weeks now, the Guardians fucking suck. No, they're 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 one of the worst professional sports teams, like I ever. I mean, they have to be. Like maybe maybe there's some team like deep in like you know European soccer or something, but soccer's stupid and it's not a real sport and Europe's dumb. Um, so at least of a, of North American pro sports, they've got to be one of the worst teams ever. Uh, I do want to give a shout, quick shout out to Paxton Lynch's like primary weapon, a guy named Rambo. How can you, how can you not love a guy named Rambo? Yeah, pretty base. That's pretty cool. Um, what's crazy about this game though is that like if I mean, if you break it down by the stats, possession, everything, this game was like down the middle, and if you. I mean, blind resume. You ask like, "What's the final score of this?" And you go, "You you got to go." It's like, "Oh, I mean, this was this was a close game, right?" No, couldn't do anything in the red zone. Kept turning the ball over. Just <sighs> there's really nothing else to say about this other than they're literally the worst team in professional sports. The end. Yep. Full stop. I like. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much nice about the Roughnecks, although. They did play well. However, I will say this. Two weeks from tomorrow, if the Roughnecks play against the defenders like this they did yesterday, they lose that game. Because as badly as they beat the shit out of them, uh, they still looked kind of terrible. Well, maybe not terrible. They look they're sloppy. Very sloppy. So, right. Um, that's, that's really all there is to say about this. So, um Sorry, Orlando. Uh, maybe, you know, go to a different city or something. Uh, moving on to the next, to the Saturday night game. Uh, the Brahmas, San Antonio, and the this Seattle Sea Dragons. Yeah, um, this game was terrible. Although, quick shout out to Ben DiNucci, first quarterback or well, player in general in XFL's extremely short history to reach 1,000 passing yards. So, yay. And he cooked 28 for 41 and almost 300 yards. That's not bad. 
That's not bad. No, of not. course, to have only put 15 points on the board, that's a little embarrassing. But as they say, it is what it is. About 343 yards for the team uh, overall. Uh, the Brahmas, poor Brahmas. Like they just, they they have like nothing going for them. I mean, Cone is there. He's alive. He, he has a heartbeat, I'm pretty sure. Um, he kind of has to do a lot of the work himself, but he's not very good at the work. So I, I don't know what to tell you. Brahma's congratulations on being the second worst team in pro sports. Oh man. Now I was excited for this one this afternoon. Arlington renegades come into St. Louis. Hey, packed house, packed house. What Sold was, out. what was the exact final number? Let me see if I can pull that back up. I didn't find an exact number, but I did see The Rock say there was like 35,000 plus in attendance. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find. It's a record. Yeah, it's, it was a record for 38. Oh, they said 38,000 would be there. I'm not. Yeah, no one's no one's giving me an exact number here. Can I get can I get someone to just tell me? Oh, uh, all right. There, the general consensus just means over 38,000, which is insane like the dolphins have trouble getting thirty-eight thousand. well did um the dolphins you know have had trouble getting thirty-eight thousand people you know there's nfl teams that would see thirty-eight thousand people and go oh hell yeah i'll take that so to watch a, a middling xfl match between two teams who are not the greatest but also not the worst no. I mean, the Renegades are pretty middle of the pack, and the Battlehawks are still trying to figure out what the fuck they are. So, uh, but I'm going to tell you this. Arlington's got to figure something out at the quarterback position. Slaughter, ain't it. Slaughter? No, three interception. Sla it's Slaughter. It's Slaughter, which sounds badass, right? But until you yeah. see that it's spelled S-L-O-T-E-R, and then it's just like, oh, that's unfortunate. Turning the ball over four times. Three of them were him. Uh, slanging it, but to like nobody uh aj looked... actually i gotta tell you all four of them were him he fumbled the balls three picks <laughs> oh, jesus i so while watching this they like because you know they, they the xfl does this whole thing where they're on the sidelines and interviewing people and they would keep cutting to him and it was just like look just stop you could tell he's you could tell he's suffering like he just wants to die yeah. stop putting the camera on him stop making it work stop compounding the issue because he just looked like he wanted to cry at a certain point which to be fair might have helped because whatever else he was doing didn't help we talked last week about the battle hawks like trying to figure out who the fuck they are first two games of the season bullshit wins in the last minute you know squeaker last week this was a signature win, kind of. Obviously, the Renegades aren't a great team. They're not a bad right, team. This was their first complete win. Yes. They had the lead like the whole game and never let go of it for one. It helped that they did turn the ball over four times. But it did help in the ball. But to be fair, some of those were just the defense making plays. I mean, yeah, one 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 interception literally was just like straight to a battlehawk player yeah okay fine sure fine but you know an interception still has to happen because there's a man making a play you know what i mean so yeah yeah i mean the battlehawks i don't think it's gonna happen this year right but this is a great foundation to build on aj mccarran is their guy he's not flashy he's not he's he's really not uh but 20 for 27 and 214 yards not bad. Two TDs and an end. It was a sloppy game, to be fair. But AJ McCarron is is just that guy for them. I do want to give a very shameful shout out to him kissing his son on the lips on the sidelines after the game. Oh, the Tom Brady special. The Tom Brady special. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is what it is. So we're just gonna move. We're just gonna move on from that. I, you know, the Battlehawks. I, you love to see him. You really do. St. Louis football star. You do. You, that, that city wants football. Oh, yeah. And they, they got football. Oh, you could tell. They were 
it was it just felt good to like hear it right because at a lot of these xfl games like the crowds they're into anything but like fifteen thousand people just doesn't have the same oomph that forty thousand does and i mean it just this felt like a real football game and it's just it's so good to see because i mean we are creeping up on i think beating the original xfl yeah the original xfl i think made it four or five weeks five weeks yeah because the roughnecks were five and oh so next week we'll we'll beat it um Oh, Seattle was just well, called next week will match up. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, man, the, the Seattle was just called the Dragons back in 2020. Why do they have to add Sea Dragons? Whatever. I don't know. Maybe don't it was know. some part of the deal to use the Seahawks Stadium. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, you know, St. Louis football starved after they stole the team from them to put one in. LA so they could have the LA market and then stole a LB. Super Bowl. Um what? So weren't the Raiders in St. Louis? No, the Rams. Where'd what? the Raiders move from? Oakland. Oh, you right. Yeah. <laughs> How could you forget that they were in the most one of the fucking most dangerous cities on earth? I don't know, bro. It's, there was like multiple teams that to, moved in the same season. And they overlapped. To be fair, I also try and prevent, like, pretend like everything in California doesn't exist. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, congratulations to the to the Seahawks. A uh, very promising team. There you got some Battlehawks. What did I say? Seahawks. Whatever. <laughs> it's a hawk. Uh, well, also, hey, also the Seahawks. Congratulations. You have a very promising team with Geno Smith. Uh, can we talk about Jordan Tamman a little bit for a second? Sure, what do you want to talk about him about? Uh, d- I, does he suck or is he good? I can't tell. Like, what is... So he's not... He's not a great passer. Like, like, can we just agree on that? He's not a great passer. Certainly not the best passer. No, uh, he can run it. He ran for almost 100 yards, which that's kind of impressive. Uh, on nine carries, which if you think about it, is kind of crazy um yep but dc just keeps winning now granted vipers aren't really anything special and like a lot of those points uh, 32 to 18 12 of those points so, the vipers did come in garbage time in this so, one the game to me it was like they put Luis Perez back in it. Oh no. oh no! And like last week, they really had a spark under Hundley. Yeah. And I don't understand why they would go back. I mean, I guess they're doing some dumb like equal quarterback time kind of thing. But like clearly, Brett Hundley is the guy over. Perez. Yeah, but if something works, let it right. work. I don't know. They had they had Bradley Hundley in for five plays. I mean, four or five for fifty yards. I feel like. Yeah, he went the fuck. He was cooking. Yards of pass and he was cooking. He took him out and for Perez. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, Perez knows something about someone. I don't know about that one. Uh, shout out again to DC though, getting Derek King getting those touches in. Love to oh, see yeah. it. Uh, I tell you what, I feel like I feel like they gotta let Derek King pass. Like he threw it twice and he kind of cooked in the two yeah. passes he got. Yeah, and I feel like they only bring him in to run the ball. Which is completely counterproductive because, I mean, you've already got a running quarterback. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, let King Cook. Let Yeah, hashtag let King Cook. Um, I tell you what, after watching this, I'm super excited for two weeks from tomorrow, man. I'm just like that, that Houston, that Roughneck Defenders game. Oh, I, I understand now why they put that in a Monday night slot. Like, that's, bi- that's big, big time football. I cannot, I cannot wait. It's going to be great. What do we got next week? Let's see. Week five. Thursday night football. Oh, a very late game. Not oh, sure it's not like two that. weeks. It's a week from tomorrow. Oh, shit. I thought it was week six. It's not. It's week, it's week five. Wait. No, it is week oh, six. I, so week fuck six you. Week fuck you, tomorrow. ESPN. It went ahead to two. Okay. All right. Here we go. Thursday. Oh, we got a Thursday night game on ESPN, Houston and Seattle. This um, game is very late. 
this game is very yeah these late start times in seattle is killing me man and i would assume for people who like you know have like real jobs and have to like go to bed before like 5 a.m yeah, me yeah like you <laughs> like this has got to be a real rough one so uh, i he, imagine it's some bullshit to do with baseball <sighs> yeah i think seattle has like some dumb rules like didn't like even some late nfl game involving the seahawks get delayed because of a fucking baseball game i don't know that happened this year i don't know but i'm gonna that sounds like a thing so i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah yeah so uh, we will see Danucci cooking a little midnight snack for us i guess um now, obviously, we're talking about how Houston played a little sloppy this week against uh, the Guardians. Uh, you know, you put Danucci up against that team that played yesterday. I think he, I think he hangs a lot on you. I think this is probably going to be one of the bigger tests for Houston so far. I still think they're going to come out on top. Don't get me wrong, but uh, no one else has really had been able to kind of figure out a solution to Danucci. And I mean, I guess if anybody can, it's going to be Houston. So watch that one, I guess. Uh, this one, this one could, I think, end up being one of the higher scoring XFL games so far. I think that's, that's just like my gut reaction, uh, which feels God. Fuck, I hope so, because some of these have just been snoozers and it's getting a little boring. Um, Saturday then on FX. God, I'm tired of these FX games. Ah, fuck off. Uh, oh, Yo, DC at St. Louis. That's going to be a match from two weeks ago. That is going to be a hot matchup. And I honestly could see St. Louis with with the home field advantage on this one, assuming they're probably going to have a big crowd again. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, St. Louis on a roll. AJ kind of figuring it out. Oh, man, this is this is the one to keep your eye on. Honestly, it is. So, this biggest game of the week for sure. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna like say. I'm not even gonna like give my thoughts on it because I. I don't know. This is literally coin flip. I think to me. Um, yeah, I, oh, I agree. Hey, shout out to the toilet bowl this weekend. Uh, yeah, Orlando we and Vegas. <laughs> I, and which is so, which hurts, but Vegas is gonna win this. You know that, right? They're gonna beat the shit out of yeah, Orlando. Vegas is gonna win. They'll get their first win of the season. <laughs> oh no. On their terrible, their terrible God. fucking intramural field. Oh my God! I want Vegas to be good. I really do. I have no sympathy for Orlando. Like, I don't like Orlando. I don't like Florida. I don't like that they moved this team from New York. I don't like that they hired a guy who's literally never been a coach in his life. I just hate everything about this team, and I want to see them suffer. So go Vipers. Yep. For, for Orlando. Um, and then the lone Sunday night game also at nine. Dude, you are y'all are killing me with these games. God, let's get some morning games. Let's get some afternoon games. Arlington at San Antonio. Arlington obviously has has just having some troubles trying to figure out who they are. San Antonio has not had any trouble figuring out who they are. They already know they suck. So Take Arlington on this one. I think it's going to be a beatdown. And that is next week's FXFL games. And that is our show. That's all I have to talk about. Unless unless you have something else. Spoiler, I looked ahead. For the rest of the season, there's only one game that starts past 7 p.m. Eastern. So, like, this is the last of the real late games. Okay. Then maybe it isn't baseball. Because I don't think baseball's... Has baseball even started yet? Oh, oh, you know what? It, college basketball. That's what it is, I think. Because this weekend specifically was like the championships and, and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I'm I am completely spitballing on that. I have no idea. Um, but who knows? TV's done. So. Who knows? I don't care. Go XFL. Basketball sucks. Uh, unless it's oh, Alabama. Uh, I mean, not a lot of changes then, but we do have to cover the power rankings this week. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Run it down real quick. All right. So I, there was only two teams that swap position this week. Guardians still at the bottom, obviously. Vegas still zero four. Got them at seven. Uh, I moved the Brahmas down from five to six. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, they put up six points this week. 
I move them up a bit after their performance against the Guardians, but uh, thinking back now, that was against the Guardians. So. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed uh, that last week. Six. So. Uh, I did move Renegades up to five. That's exactly uh, where they belong, honestly. That's, I, that's a very Renegades yeah. position. Yeah. And then four through one is still the same. Seahawks, or Sea Dragons, Battlehawks, Defenders, Roughnecks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some movement next week on that on that power ranking, though. Definitely. So, excited to, see, excited to see what happens. Very excited. Also, we are uh, like three weeks from WrestleMania, dude. Or maybe less, oh, yeah. actually. It is three. Yeah, three. Three weeks from yesterday. Yeah, three weeks from yesterday. And you know, at first I didn't like when they first started doing the split days. I didn't really like it, but now I kind of do because you kind of let everything breathe a little bit. You don't have to like rush everything. You can just kind of get it all in there. So, I'm very excited. Very disappointed. Uh, so Monday, well, a little wrestling chat here for a second. Monday, of course, uh, Jey Uso finally came back and it looked like he was going to betray jimmy uh then he unfortunately double crossed uh sammy hated to see it man based? hated no not base base the base dude fuck the bloodline fuck the honorary who's well okay yeah because he that was kind of cucky behavior however um now they're now they're kind of like running a like a little short program with uh, Cody Rhodes and Sammy versus the Usos, which I think is kind of cool because I like Cody Rhodes a lot. So good to see. Uh, Listen, I know you don't you're not big on the bloodline, but I do respect the bloodline sticking together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I guess I guess if you if you phrase it that way, yes. Okay, fine. Yes. And I, granted, I do like the Usos a lot more than I like Roman and Solo. Man, Solo is so weird because it's just like he's just kind of like there, you know? Like he never talks. He has no personality. And it's just like, you know, because Roman Reigns is, you know, hugely controversial. The Usos are, you know, the Usos. But then it's just like Solo is just like, oh, right, you're here too, I guess. So I just every time he's on, I'm just like, oh, yeah. You exist. So, yeah, very excited about WrestleMania. So, that would be a big one to talk about. So, but that is several weeks away. So. Well, <sighs> NFL trade window opens up this week. So, we'll probably yeah. have a lot of big news to talk about next week. Yeah. I look forward to that. All right. Well, I'm going to go ping Brew and see if he wants to play Fortnite. So, you going to go to bed? All right. Yeah. Ah, cringe. All right, man. I slept like four hours. All right, man. I tell you, I tell you what, though. That I, I know you talked about it. Like when we were doing the show last night, you were like, "Whoa, it's three. But when it, it happened to me too, and like by the time it was all said and done, I'd gotten bed and like I'd got ready for bed, and it's like it's like it's four fucking thirty in the morning. What the hell? Yeah, I like <laughs> got to bed sleep around five my time. Yeah, so so. It's not great. Woof. All right, well. We'll see y'all later. See y'all next week. Same place, same time. Tell them goodbye, bud. Goodbye.